Hey friends, you're about to hear a two-part episode with my youngest son, Carson Woody. He's a 15-year-old, going to be a sophomore in high school. We're going to talk about everything from COVID to his wrestling career as a high school wrestler, both in the summer and also in season and school year. It's really, it was a really great opportunity to talk to him. And he's a very thoughtful young man, a lot of heady thoughts, especially as far as perseverance and you know, the struggles, kind of the struggles he's had in his wrestling career and, and trying to get better and make improvements and all the effort he's put into that. And again, some of the struggles he's had with, with COVID last year, learning online, just, I think you'll enjoy it. I think there's some definitely life lessons that you could take away from, from Carson, Carson Woody. So here we go. Part one of the episode with Carson. Part two will be the next episode. So here we go. Friends, welcome to this episode of Leadosophy. You are here with an open mind because that is the rule, not the exception. I have my youngest son, Carson Woody, on for his first Leadosophy podcast. Carson, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, I am. Are you excited for your first podcast? I I really am, yes. Super excited. So so he is, uh, Carson does not live with me. Obviously him and his other older brother, if you've been watching this before or listening, you know, my kids don't live with me. They live with their mother in Ohio. Well, my oldest son is actually in college now. But they live, uh, Carson lives on the north shore of Ohio, on Lake yeah, Erie. Northeast. Just about 30 minutes east of Cleveland, town called Madison, Ohio. Carson is going to be a sophomore in yes. high school. Yeah. You excited? I really am, yeah. Super excited. Uh, he crushed his freshman year. Uh, first first high school academic grades where he almost had a 4.0, right? Pretty yeah, close. 3.9, 3.8. 3.9, 3. 3.8. Very respectable. We're very proud of him. We'll talk about that a little bit his academic journey. We're going to skip the intro here. Always got some awesome intro music, but we're going to dive right into it and talk to Carson. Woody again, Carson, thanks for joining me. Of course. Of course. Thanks for having me. We are, Carson is here visiting for a week before he goes back to school. He is here in Washington, DC and you got your first exposure to Washington, DC. Yes, definitely. I've not been here before, so it's, it's really nice. We did a full, we did a full tourist morning, right? Left about seven, got on our bikes so we live about five miles. My wife and I live about five miles north of Washington, D.C. As far as the White House goes, kind of the central capital area, we're about five miles. And we're still in, still live in D.C., but so Carson and I did about a, what, a 15-mile bike ride today? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too much, but it was definitely, it was a lot of fun. 15 miles sounds about right. It was hot, hot. It was hot, very, very hot. What was the What was the highlight of your first tourist day in Washington, D.C.? I think... I'm not sure, man. We got pretty close to the White House. We did get close to the White House, but it's, it's pretty pretty blocked yeah, off. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's pretty pretty blocked off. But um, I really enjoyed the Lincoln Lincoln Memorial for sure. Um, it was really cool seeing seeing like how big like everything was, especially because um, I don't know. You just don't see too many structures like that. No. In the yeah, I mean from Ohio, you know. Carson is yeah. Carson just said he's from Ohio, so no, yeah, no, not a whole lot of no, monuments like no, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just having. All of it, one big central area was definitely um, a really big. Yeah, it was it was really interesting. So the Lincoln Memorial, we <laughs> went to Arlington National Cemetery. If you if you don't live in the United States, Arlington National Cemetery is a very large uh, military veteran cemetery, and just I mean it's just it's a very surreal experience, very oh, powerful yeah. experience. It really was. I I thought so. I mean, it was. You don't see too much like that, you know, every day. So. Being, being there and seeing how many how many lives were lost in previous wars or current actually was um, 
was definitely sure puts puts things into puts things in perspective. perspective. So yeah, so we did a full full tour riding bikes today. Carson's first day. Every tomorrow we got some more more stuff planned to check out. I mean, if if you've never been to Washington D.C., the the cap nation's capital, whether you're whether you live in the United States or you don't live here, it, it really it takes days, even weeks, to see all the sites within the nation's capital, from the museums to just the monuments. It's it's a really impressive impressive area. So let's dive right into it, Carson. Talk about your summer. What have you been up to this summer? A lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling. It's um, about the only thing I do right now. Talk about your wrestling career. How short or long it's been? I uh, started wrestling in middle school. Nothing too impressive. It was. I didn't get a whole lot of mat time, so. Um, what do you mean you didn't get a whole lot of mat time? I didn't wrestle a lot of matches. So I wasn't able to perform how I wanted to. I wasn't able to show things I learned at practice on to an actual live match. Okay. So it was it was definitely tough um, in middle school. But as my freshman year, I definitely had a lot more experience <clears throat> um, wrestling in live matches, which was something that I was really excited about. And having that feeling of winning or just being able to wrestle really, really almost became addicting. So I decided to wrestle a lot of offseason. And that's what I have been doing is. So that's interesting. You said the feeling of winning became addicting. Yeah. Explain that a little more. What do you mean? How did um, that make you feel? I like the feeling. Did it, is it the competitive stuff? It's Yes. It's um, I'm definitely more competitive, I'd say. You and didn't used to be that competitive, though. I wouldn't say so. Yeah, for sure. The more I've wrestled and the more I've got to experience that feeling, it's, um, like I said, almost addicting. Like, just being able to win and knowing that you were able to be the better man or better woman in the sport, is it's a great it's a great feeling to have. And um, It's a very wrestling, even though there's a team aspect of wrestling, wrestling is also like golf a lot, right? It's very individual, very like a one-on-one. Yeah. Right. So it's it's knowing that you were able to push the extra, you know, extra limit. Sure. It was definitely it was a great feeling. So I decided that maybe next season I wanted to perform a little bit better than I did this season. So doing wrestling as um just out of school was definitely um it was it was really interesting. I didn't have a lot of success, but I. What do you mean you didn't have a lot of success? I didn't win a lot, which is. Which isn't surprising because, I mean, I've only technically had a, one full season of, like, matches and, you know, have, being able to wrestle. So wrestling, you know, people and kids that have been wrestling their whole lives, it's definitely definitely changed. So since I haven't been winning a lot, the feeling, it's it's kind of distant. But, you know, it's it's I'm not doing this to win right now. I'm doing this to improve to further than hopefully win in the future. So that's interesting. So you have, you know, having talked to you over your freshman season, you did not win a lot of, how many matches did you win? One or two matches? In, in my freshman season or? Yeah. Uh, in my freshman season, I've won, I've won around six okay. to eight matches. Um, In high school, we're talking your freshman and, yeah, high school season. Yeah, my high school in-season wrestling. And then the summer, you've been wrestling, you probably wrestled, what, 30 matches a summer? Uh, in almost, like a club? Uh, 60. Almost 60 matches? Yeah. And would you say you've won how many? 20, maybe eight. Okay, so, let, so let's say you've, let's say you've wrestled 60 times, you've won eight, eight matches or so and lost 52. 
a lot of kids would be highly discouraged. And I, I know I've talked to you. There are times where you're really discouraged, but yet you continue to want to pursue this and you're pushing through and you're getting better and you're making improvements. Yeah. Talk about that experience on, on the <clears throat> frustrations and trying to move past the frustrations of not winning a whole lot, but still learning, right? You can, right. You can fail or make mistakes, but continue to keep getting better. Sure. Talk about sure. that. Um, like I said before, I'm not wrestling this offseason to win, but instead improve. And that's something you have to keep in mind the whole time you're doing this. Or while I was doing this, it was like, I mean, definitely very discouraging at times. And I've always gotten really frustrated after I, you know, got on a losing streak. Because, you know, I'm like, I'm not improving. Like, there's no way I'm ever going to be good at the sport. And um, it's just, it's very, it's just a depressing, like, down feeling. So it's really, you just got to, just got to have that mindset of, I look forward to going back to in-season when I'm wrestling kids that are not nearly as good as wrestling or that are competing in these national tournaments that are uh, definitely a lot more difficult than, say, if you're just wrestling, you know, somebody from another school that's not too far. You know, it's, it's, it's just I'm looking towards a better future in my career. and um, Career in wrestling? Career. Yeah, my wrestling career. So talk about your career in wrestling. You, we talked about this this morning. You're looking at trying to pursue wrestling through high school. You don't really have any aspirations to wrestle I like don't. in college. I really, I really don't have. Um, I'm not really. I'm not really looking forward to it, and I don't think that I end up well wrestling in college, which is which is fine to some people. But if I mean, some people would like to compete in high school because maybe say you wanted to go to the Olympics, which is the only thing out of high school, right? Or out of college, I'm sorry. Um, Unless you want to go into like WWE. No. <laughs> no <laughs> That's no. the thing. A lot of, there's a lot of W professional wrestlers who. I mean, there is, there is. Wrestle collegiately, right? I mean. That's I, a thing. I believe so. Yes. But that, that's not. We'll have to fact check that, but I'm pretty sure there's at least one or two. I, there's, there has to be a couple, but they're, for the most part, most people aren't trying to go into WWE <laughs> if, if you're super competitive or interested right. in wrestling. Okay. Um, so, so we talked about, we talked about actually college this morning and mm -hmm. you, what are your, what are your aspirations? What are your long-term goals kind of after high school? What do you want to do? Um, after high school, I, I just want to weld. Like that's uh you want to what? Weld. Weld. As a career. Carson wants to be a welder. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. I, I think so too. I, um, it's something that I'm really interested in right now. And, um, I just think having Where did your interest in welding come from? Family friend. Yeah. We have um a good family friend of ours. He um he moved to Colorado and then came back to Ohio. And he he's older. He's he's in his twenties. But he um he welded as um like out of high school. Right. He got out of high school and just went straight to welding. And um he so he he was good at it. He welding was a good suit for him, and um, the more we got to know him, he, he every now and then I'd see him, you know, welding like in his garage, doing you know whatever, just random projects, yeah, just random whatever. projects, or yeah. maybe he's like fixing something, and it it intrigued me because I was like, oh, this is you know, it's new. I've never seen this before, so I was like, what is it? And he showed me, he showed me how to weld um, him and his buddy, and um, I was just, I was hooked. Like it was, it was so much fun. Um, Something I started to do was just make little creations out of like nuts and bolts, 
like right. just like tech world and just like you know just make make what i made it like a car like a tiny little car of a couple of nuts you know use them as wheels right and then just like a nice bolt frame and um i just thought it was it was really cool how you could just like meld two pieces of metal together you know, right it's, it's, with a with a piece of equipment right yeah with a piece of equipment which about to me is interesting maybe some people's like oh, super boring but whatever you know but i think having that as a career would be really would be really fun that's my thinking and since i like welding now i'm sure you know my interest in it can only get better that's what i think right so is it the the part of welding that intrigues you is it the creation of being yes, create the, something with your hands and tools being, and being making able, something. Being able to create something, put it together, is um, is um, a feeling I I like. I like being creative. I'd say I'm a more creative person than not. You like building things too. I love building things. Yeah, right. and I and I feel like trade or welding would be a very good suit for me as I'm older. As what do you say to because very soon in your high school career? Maybe not this year, but maybe in your junior year or your senior year, you're going to start getting a lot of exposure to colleges. Maybe colleges coming into the high school. Do they do that? Yeah. So yeah. Co- colleges coming in, kind of trying to get students to maybe look at the missions to, to college. People that are trying to push you maybe into the college world, what do you think about that? You, you tend to, right now, you tend to think that you want to go more into a trade to the trades route, right? Mm-hmm. Welding as a trade and using potentially maybe that as a career, right? Career field. So how do you, how did kids deal with that with the pressures of getting pushed into college or getting, you know, kind of pressed to to go to college? Is that still like what the dim- dominant mindset is in in high school? Is that you have to go to college as the next? That step? is that is very much a very. Do you hear that? Do I hear, hear that? that. I hear that a lot. Um, you know, kids' parents may push it really heavily. Cause sure. Because you know they want their kids to succeed, and the only way to succeed is go through college. Right. Um, that's I, the assumption. That's the what? assumption. Sure. I personally don't believe that. I've seen and heard many stories about people who have maybe started their own business or without college experience, or you know, trade is a very, very um, high demand job. Also, because right. a lot of trade. And it's not just welding. It's uh, yeah, it's not just welding. You know, construction, plumbing, especially. Right. Um, it's because there's a lot of jobs in trade that most people may not want to do. And like what? What is what's like coming? plumbing? Like you know, sure. people have to you know like strip out floors and then they have to you know get all these pipes. And they have to get together. dirty, right? Get, get dirty, their hands dirty, sure. Like mechanics and stuff like that, right? Because some people just want to you know stay at my desk, which is fine. But that's what I do. Right. I just stay at my desk <laughs> and do podcasts. But uh, <laughs> some people, you know, some people, since nobody wants to do these dirty jobs that it creates a high demand which can lead to high really high paying in some fields and aspects of it which i think which i think is amazing and uh, like i said before how people are being pushed to do successful jobs to go to college or whatever right being successful isn't about having a lot of money but what is success to you i believe success is just being able to be happy and being able to manage your money correctly okay all right. So, I mean, maybe you may not have a lot of money, but if you're capable of managing it and, like, spending it wisely and if you're happy... Frugality. Do you know what frugality is? Yeah. Kind of like frugal, uh, you know, just like you said, being smart with your money. You right. may not have a lot of it, but using it very wisely. Yeah. 
right? Or in small, limited amounts. Right. Right. Yeah. And um, if you're happy, then to you, it's, you know, live your life. Like if, like I said, I mean, you could be the richest person in the world, but if you're, if you're just like super sad or like you don't have a lot of people or a lot of things, like a lot of value sure. to your life, it maybe it's not as successful. As you no matter how much money you have, right. if you don't have value. Right. Look at Carson dropping uh, some life <laughs> philosophy, the you know, philosophy of life, truth bombs. I'm trying my best. So I like that. You talked about success is not necessarily money driven. You have to have obviously some money to, to do things, to live, food, shelter, things right, like that. Absolutely. But it's not everything. I like, right, no, I like, I like that. That's your kind of your paradigm, yeah. your mindset. That's really awesome. You talked about, we talked about today about getting up in the morning and doing something that makes you happy. Right. If you can find a skill or a trade that you enjoy doing and it's not, yes, it's a job, but it's also something you just enjoy doing. That's a bonus, right? Yeah, I'd say so. For sure. We talked about wrestling. We talked about we talked about your freshman year. Yeah. Let's talk about academics, right? Because you have, you know, we, in the intro, we talked about your, your GPA and you did really well your freshman year, yeah. your first year of high school, which was probably a eye-opening experience, right? Your yeah, freshman year. Yeah, it, it was definitely different going, you know. And your freshman year was COVID, right? The right. first year of COVID. COVID. That was... So let's let's dive into a couple areas. First, let's talk about academics because academics, schoolwork, has not always been something you've been. Not that you haven't been good at it. It's that you've just you just kind of struggled, right? Mm -hmm. When you were younger, you know, I'm talking like middle school stuff like that. You want to talk about kind of how you've progressed in the in the academic world? When I yeah, definitely when I was younger and um, like elementary school, I school was not my thing. I. uh, I didn't get, you know, great, good grades whatsoever for the most part. And it was very, it was very challenging. Um, I don't think I performed very well in a school-oriented You're saying you didn't perform up to your capabilities? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not sure yet. It's... I don't know either. You just, it wasn't your, your thing. It, it just took wasn't you my a while thing. to find your strides. I, I just don't think it was, I wasn't interested in it whatsoever. School isn't sure. an interesting thing to me. I don't necessarily enjoy it you know not even now you don't enjoy it or, no. uh, not as much that's okay yeah but so i don't think i just i just didn't do that well i mean school is one straight path and not everybody's meant to fit sure that path like not it's just not made for everyone that's true which is fine it's okay but it's it's that's a great I, that's a great description yeah i i don't think it really makes uh it's an excuse to just do terrible at it you know Right, because um, you have to do it, so you right. might as well. It's, you make can't. The best I mean, it. you could complain about school all you want, or just, you know, it's not. You're not going to use it in life, but it's the only way to progress in life is through high school, you know. Sure. So it's, it's just you can't really. It's one of those things where you don't have to necessarily go to college to succeed, but you but probably you to, need to get through high school. You have to have a. Well, and then there's people out there that are I mean, success right, stories without high school too. So. But I mean, although there is, it's just not the majority. Correct. And it's definitely not the easiest. Correct. And it's not guaranteed. That's right. For the most part. There no guarantees there in life, except death and taxes is what they say. That's right. <laughs> Doesn't make sense, huh? Right. But I don't know. It's just um, the well, more I started to realize that, like. School is just gonna. You can't change anything about high school, like middle school. Like it's just always gonna be there. Right. Like you, there's no getting around it. Sure. Unless you drop out, but you know. was yeah, it just wasn't an option for you. Right. So yeah. you just gotta accept the fact that you can only do 
there's so much about it. So just try and make the most of it. Sure. So I, I guess I just started to kind of realize that because even at the beginning of freshman year, I, I wasn't like doing not bad, but I wasn't like the greatest. You were just kind of putting the bare minimum yeah. effort to get by, right? Yeah, until I was there. I, I was like that in high school yeah. all the way through. Until uh, until I started, I don't know. I just I just picked it up a little bit. I um started getting on top of my work a lot more, and just started to realize like I have to get this done. You know, um, do you know do you know what self motivation is? Yeah. How do you? Because I've watched you transition, and obviously there's like. You know, your dad, your your mom has done great with, with school and making sure you stay on top of your studies. As far as the ex, external motivation, like, if you don't do this, you're not going to do this, right? Right. You have those, obviously, around you with your parents or whatever. And like I said, your mom has been phenomenal with that, yeah, right? Make I sure agree. you, she is always on you. I agree. She's awesome. Um, but there's been, a, you you have had to self-motivate yourself to to find whatever it is to to get you over the hump with school and get you progressing in a positive direction. Yeah. How have you done that? Like what what do you where do you think that has came from? Where does that come from? It's a that's a good question cuz I I myself don't really know the answer to that. I I also have noticed that I'm I'm definitely a lot better now than I used to be at motivating myself to Sure. Do more. Like, We've had conversations right. about motivating ourselves, right? Yeah, sure. And um just doing better like wrestling that's that's how i use i use wrestling a lot too as an analogy yeah as an right. analogy um because i believe you you have to push through a lot of the stuff you know practice may be hard conditioning god forbid right and um you just gotta keep going because you know in the long run all of this is gonna make you make you a better better wrestler and i i just think that so you're know, keeping the eye on the on the just long keeping game, right? keeping your eye on the long term yeah. That's that's definitely what I've, I've short been doing. term pain for long term gain for, success. Yeah, right. Yeah, I agree. I 100 percent agree. And um, it's definitely hard to motivate yourself, especially if you're going through like hard it times. Is. You may have a lot of self doubt, but you just always have to know that no matter what you're going through, you're always you are always capable of pushing through it. There's the only thing that is stopping you from getting through something is yourself. There's nothing else, you know. So you're saying yourself, you you will impose the the limitations on yourself. A lot of yeah. them are mental, right? A lot of mental limitations that we put on ourselves. Yeah, right. That's good stuff. Yeah, I, that's what I've that's what I've kind of kept in mind while. And that's kind of worked, especially with the academic part of yeah, school, right? Because there sure. may be maybe there's kids your age that may listen to this, and maybe they're really struggling, and this might be a good segue into the COVID year, right? Your right. freshman year of COVID. Yeah. Talk about COVID impacts on you as a brand new freshman. Um, it was hard, definitely. That could I don't want to blame it on the reason why I didn't perform as well at the beginning of my freshman year, but it definitely, definitely took a toll. Um, what was yeah. some of the hardest? What what made it difficult? Um, there's a lot of for me since I'm I just I just kind of want you know, always do stuff. Um, getting sure. getting bored. And there being a lot of distractions around you. you you're are, at home. You're, you're talking at home. At home right? yeah. yeah. You you're you're on a computer, you're at home, and you're supposed to listen listen to lectures about language arts, you know? Like right. and you're you're just like in your bedroom, you know, your bedroom, I'm sure for a lot of people is where you're most comfortable comfortable at. Sure. Um 
whether it be play video games, sleeping, like, just, like, having fun, you know? And just, like, being stuck in your room, not able to do any of that, but instead have to be stuck there um, for six, seven hours a day. That's a long time. Yeah, just, yeah. Looking, just looking at a screen. I think even adults who have to work on a yeah, computer I mean, all day I don't like Yeah, I mean, I feel like, like almost, almost anyone that's doing that can't be, it can't be fun for, you It's know? like we're not designed, our brains right. weren't our designed brains, to yeah. do that. You're like, it's... It's um, it's definitely really hard. Do you have to have the cameras on? Uh, yeah. Is it every teacher's different you're, or you're most teacher? I mean, most teachers you have to have your camera on. It has to be like pointed at you. Sure. But a, a, there's some teachers that are lenient about it. Like just if you're passing the class, then you right. have your camera off or pointed up at the ceiling or whatever. Sure. But not a lot of teachers also didn't t- pay attention to it. But the rule was you were supposed to. Sure. Just. What was the what was the hardest class to do over the computer? Wood that shop. was not Woodshop. Wood man, it was Woodshop. I love Woodshop. Woodshop was my because favorite. that's your you love working with yeah, your hands. I mean, like build. I love working with my hands, sure. being able to create something. Like it was such a cool concept to me, and like the fact that school offered Woodshop was like whoa. Yeah. So I thought I uh, I loved Woodshop, but then we had to go online. It's like. How do you do woodshop at home? Sure, and it's not the teacher's fault. That's a, just no, it definitely is. isn't the teacher's fault, so I can't fault the teacher for how our experience turned out. Right. But, you know, not everybody can afford all the woodshop equipment, so it's just like, you know, sure. there's only so much you can do. Um, we had to build all of our projects out of cardboard, <laughs> <laughs> which was the worst yeah. thing ever. Where did you just, like, old, like, box around? Just, I mean, we went to Walmart, and we just, like, asked. We were like, can you go to back and... Oh, uh, get some... Bo- yeah, I'm sure yeah. they have a ton of boxes yeah, back I mean, there. Yeah, Walmart's... Yeah, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna lie. It doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. It definitely... It's just not woodshop. It's cardboard. Sure. The building. So, woodshop <laughs> was difficult. What What else was... Um, anything else that sticks out? Language arts. Um, This is more of a personal thing. I don't like language arts in general right I, I, it's just not an exciting yeah, subject it's just for you. To, yeah for me it's just not an exciting subject how do you describe language arts as a subject what is it what is it it's just more english and a lot of writing okay a lot of okay. And comprehension of things you would read sure it be books, reading comprehension poems, yeah okay so not i don't like reading in general so that for me being like just sitting there reading and then trying to comprehend trying it, comprehend it and then is, write about what you're reading it's definitely difficult, especially if you're in your room, like around all your stuff. Like you just want to go do something. Like sure. Just sitting there reading and sure, and then, then trying to write about it is definitely not your thing. Not my thing. All right, so language arts, woodshop. You love the problem with woodshop. You love woodshop, but the, doing it online, online not is, your thing. It's not my thing. You probably watch a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah. 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 For I, woodshop. Yeah. Cool. We, we got stuck watching a lot of a lot of videos. Um. Well, you had to. I yeah, mean, it's, I, it's, a, it's only. So I don't envy the woodshop teachers across the uh, woodshop, metal shop, whatever. Any right. any hands on high school classes that you had to do online, yeah. I don't envy. I don't know how would they do it. You probably have to watch YouTube videos. Yeah, we we definitely yeah we watch a lot of YouTube videos and just answering questions on it, which wasn't like too bad because I I didn't mind watching like a, a five minute video on like how to build a box or something. Like, so there was some learning involved. There was there was some learning involved, which is which I which is okay with me. Like sure. I mean, only, and like I said, there's only so much you can do as a woodshop teacher. Right. So, I mean, I respect it. Um, yeah. yeah that's, so, I, I paid attention to woodshop, even though it was, it was a little difficult. But, like, language arts is so, it's really hard to 
sit there and learn about you know Edgar Allan Poe or something like that. Sure. So the online, completely online learning environment was difficult. Yeah. And oh, I'm sure you you speak for a lot of high school I, kids. I, I definitely the, do. Um, and elementary school, middle it, school. Elementary, I can't even imagine how difficult that like that sure. could be because you know you're a young kid, your attention span is very limited, and <laughs> especially then you just want to do everything. So just being stuck, you know. Did you miss the social aspect? Of uh, yes, school? I did. I'm not super social in general, but it definitely. You're easy to get along with, though. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'd, I'd say so. Sure. So, just like it, you miss it, um, just being stuck at home, you can't really talk to anyone, you know, interact with anyone right. besides your computer. Sure. So it's definitely, it's definitely an aspect of school I missed a whole lot. Was, you couldn't talk to your other classmates like on nah, Zoom sessions or whatever really. they were, uh, yeah. unless unless you're put into like a breakout room, you know. Like how often the, did you get put into breakout rooms? Only if we were doing like group projects and that. Which was pretty rare. Yeah. Not that often. Because, I mean, that's in the work world, that's yeah. pretty much all you do is group projects or team right. meetings or whatever. So but you're I'm, constantly interacting with your work yeah. workmates or whatever. But I understand. And not so much in school. school. In school, it's just more of a every now and then we do this a big is, project. This is your assignment, whatever. You got to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So COVID was tough. Oh. And so going into your sophomore year, it looks like where you're at, kind of a little bit back to – the way it was in eighth grade, like yeah. you're going to be in class. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for things to get back to normal. There's, I mean, not only with school, but there's a lot of things like stores and shops. Sure. Like, you know. But you're excited to be back in school. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be back in school. Um, You know, I miss my friends. Yeah. Good to see them, you know. All right, friends. Thanks for watching that episode with Carson Woody. I hope you enjoyed those first 30 minutes or so hearing him talk about wrestling life, COVID experience in school. Again, hope you enjoyed it. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership. We'll see you next time.